Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. They used to call it the Uncivil War. Back in the halcyon days of the Battle of Alberta, the 1980s, we got the third edition of the Battle of Alberta tonight at the Saddle Dome. Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex, by Release Your Next Office Network, printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Jam-packed show. We'll have a full preview of tonight's game, not before we first review what was unfortunately a underwhelming Edmonton Oilers performance against the Montreal Canadiens, albeit the fans weren't underwhelming. You were bringing it Saturday night at Rogers Place. Recap of that game, preview of tonight's game, a whole bunch of stuff to get to in the first half hour of the show, including our top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling, the Oilers Now lineup report for Craig Hummel at Remax. Excellence will get into the Oilers Now audio vault for direct workwear and have NHL Today for elite promotional marketing. Now you can get hold of us. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors. Text line 7804960063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue or head to AshleyFineFloors.com and you can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. The River Cree Resort and Casino zero restrictions. Top 25, meanwhile, brand new menu. You can uh, try it 50% off from 2 to 5. Daily food specials and promotions at Kitchen and Italian. Out at the River Cree Resort Casino, open 24-7. For more information, head to rivercreeresort.com. Oilers and Flames, third edition of the Battle of Alberta. That is our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating and cooling you need. Get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. The Calgary Flames have put up 47 shots on goal in each of their first two games against Edmonton and lost. Mike Smith uh, helped the Oilers get a 5-2 victory 
in the second game of the season, a night in which Connor McDavid scored one of two Oilers hat-tricks this season. The other one scored by Derek Ryan, the former Calgary Flame. And then the Oilers' Leon Dreisaitl, two goals, four points back on January 22nd as the Oilers came away with a 5-3 victory, rallying from a 2-0 deficit in a night in which Miko Koskinen, who's going to get the call tonight, made 44 saves. All right, into the Oilers now. Audio Vault for direct workwear. Featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. It was Cam Moon and Rob Brown Saturday night. The Edmonton Oilers and the Montreal Canadiens. The Oilers back at home, and they are hosting the Montreal Canadiens. Nima Linen gets control, rims it up the left wing. It doesn't get out. Kept in by Caulfield. He'll pull it. He'll shoot. He scores. Cole Caulfield off the right wing, brought it to the middle, and he fires that high to the stick side on Smith. That was some shot. Oh, in front of the net. Scores! Puck gets to Evander Kane. He fires it by Montembeau. And just like that, the Oilers have tied it at one. Well, one way to respond to a goal against is come out the very next shift and put it back towards the net of the opposition. And on that one, Evander Kane gets a wonderful pass. Back to Weidman. On the right wing, Suzuki. Shoots, saved by Smith. Rebound, scores. Right in front of the net, Brendan Gallagher goes underneath the pad of Smith. It's a power play goal. Down the right side, puts it on net, saved Montebo. The rebound, scores! Ryan McLeod followed it up. And this game's tied at two. Now across on the right to Suzuki. Shoots, scores. Nick Suzuki off the right wing. Oh, Edmonton boy. is challenging that the play was offside prior to the goal. Oh, the plot thickens. After the review of the play, the call on the ice is overturned. We have no goal. Now to Suzuki on the right wing. His shot, he scores. He roofs it on the glove side of Smith. And Montreal goes ahead 3-2. Well, uh, I guess if it fails the first time, try, try again. And Nick Suzuki does. Long pass, and it's sent across. Kulak walks in. He'll pass in front of the net. Empty net scores as Lekkinen followed it up. Smith was diving back, and Lekkinen puts it in. And Montreal's up 4-2. Chirac will rim it off of Dreisaitl. It comes out to Gallagher. Now to Hoffman. The empty net. He scores. Well, that didn't take long. 5-2. Montreal lead. All right. So Montreal gets the victory. Uh, Mike Smith, the fourth goal against women. He just, you know what? He had a great season last year. 9.23 save percentage. Uh, but the reality of the situation has struggled with injury. And uh, looked a little bit nicked up during the course of the game on Saturday night. Just hasn't been able to stay healthy all season long. Missing the 70 days. And it has played a factor in undermining Edmonton's uh, season. The Oilers have had a strange year. They started the year 16-5. and Then they went 2-11-2. And, and they're now... 12, 6, and 2 in their last 18 games, but they got to do better. And they needed to get more than three points out of a possible six against the combination of Philadelphia, Chicago, and Montreal. Habs came in, played with a different energy level. The Oilers, when they beat Montreal 7 2, their best line in that game in Montreal that night was Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Zach Hyman and Zach Cassian. Uh, Two thirds of that line not available. Nugent Hopkins, in particular, a huge loss. They also don't have Yessa Pulley Arvey. And uh, so they're down significant players. 
And they may, may be getting another guy back that at, at points this season we weren't sure they were going to get back. And that's Josh Archibald. Would not surprise me. Edmonton plays Calgary tonight, and then they get Washington at home on Wednesday night, Tampa Bay on Saturday. It would not surprise me if Josh Archibald and Zach Cassian uh, were to play at some point during this homestand. Uh and they've got Detroit on the 15th, Buffalo 17th, New Jersey 19th. I think you'll see both Archibald and Cassian in the lineup, but not tonight in Calgary. And the Oilers are taking a proverbial pocket knife into a gunfight. Edmonton down seven regulars. More on that in a second. Speaking of Josh Archibald, he did an availability in Edmonton yesterday. He says he's physically ready to play. I know I've only skated with the team, you know, today, but it's not like I haven't been doing things. Um, I, you know, am in shape and, you know, all my test results coming back with the uh, training staff shows that, you know, I'm back where I was coming in for training camp. So, you know, my cardio and everything like that is where it needs to be to play in a game. It's just a matter of getting the timing and everything down and, you know, when management and coaches think I'm ready to play, I'll be ready to play. Archibald out of these thoughts on his medical status right now. On the medical side of things, um, I think it's different for everybody, and everybody handles it differently. Uh, whether I had full-blown myocarditis or, you know, just a really mild case, I mean, you never know. Um, you know, some doctors say one thing, some doctors say another. So, um, but you know, where I am now, and all the tests that I've got done, you know, I'm healthy. Uh, no foreseeable problems coming in the future, long term, nothing like that. Uh, so it's, you know, it's as if it's never happened as of right now. This guy was, for the last two years, a double-digit goal scorer for the Edmonton Oilers. Last two seasons and probably their best bottom six forward. Good penalty killer, plays a little, little bit of bite in his game. Uh, that said, he had these additional comments on his decision not to get vaccinated. You know, there's obviously both sides of the spectrum. Uh, can go either way, and you know, I it's, I don't disrespect anybody's decision. Obviously, it's personal decisions for everybody, and you know, that was just a, a personal decision that uh, my family and I thought was best for you know all of us. And the way it works right now is if you're unvaccinated, you get uh, tested every day. Otherwise, uh, since the All-Star break, you only get tested when you come back and forth in between the country. And if you get a positive test in the United States, you end up in the United States for a while. Something that I can personally attest to after not testing positive for the previous two years. Oh, and by the way, being fully vaccinated, including a triple shot. All right, uh, Josh Archibald had uh, these final comments on how everything was handled. Yeah, I think our medical team, um, you know, everybody did what we thought was best and, you know, under the circumstances. And, you know, for, for myself, I honestly wouldn't change a thing. Um, obviously, it was a, a, a real turn of events when, you know, I went home and wasn't being able to be here with everybody. But um, at the same time, um, you know, it was my decision and I'm going to live with it and I respect it and I hope everybody else can respect it too. Well, I hope he respects that he's being allowed to continue the opportunity because there may have been some other organizations that wouldn't have given him that opportunity. But again, I, I could foresee a scenario, and it's important to say this, like Archibald gives the Oilers something they don't have a lot of in their bottom six. He plays with some bite. He's a good penalty killing. The team's penalty killing has gone right in the crapper here. Um, he's fast. 
and he's an aggressive player. And Edmonton has a shortage of guys like that. Uh, they basically tonight in Calgary, by my count, have you know three or four replacement level players. They got to find a way to get healthier. Tonight's not going to be a true indication of maybe that's that, and that's the challenge in trying trying to evaluate what the Oilers are right now. Don't know what they are because they've never had a complete team all season long. Jay Woodcroft is the Oilers' interim coach, and he had this to say on Josh Archibald. I think today was the first step in the process of um, getting Josh back involved in team practices. So um, we're at the early stages of kind of getting him up and running. He's skated on his own and uh, with David Pelche uh, to get him to this point, I thought it was a positive sign that he was out there today in, in practice. And like I said, we'll just we'll take it one day at a time with him. All right, and the Oilers take on the Calgary Flames, and the Flames are good, and we discussed all offseason. We knew they were going to be better than they were last year. Frankly, I was surprised they missed the playoffs last season. Jacob Markstrom had a 9.04 save percentage. Uh, the Flames overall last season were at 8.99, and they finished 22nd and missed the playoffs. The Edmonton Oilers today are at 8.99, 23rd, and they're a couple points out of a wild card berth as we speak right now to make the playoffs. Save percentage is a big deal. Calgary, by the way, this season is at 9.24. The Flames have a big, physical, deep, tough team that hasn't lost a lot of games to injury. More on that in a second. Here's Jay Woodcroft on preparing for a physical Calgary Flames squad tonight. I think uh, one of the points of emphasis over the last three weeks for us has been about concentrating on us, the Edmonton Oilers, our way of playing the game, trying to develop it, trying to develop a playing personality that best suits the Edmonton Oilers. Now, heading into um, the different buildings that we've had to head into over the last three weeks, each team presents different challenges. So I think you can tailor game plans based on the opponent that you're going to see, but in the end, it comes down to you playing to your full potential. And so for us, our import or emphasis has been on trying to develop that playing personality for the Edmonton Oilers, while at the same time understanding the strengths and challenges other teams uh, present to you. You have the personnel to play that physical. All right, that's uh, Jay Woodcroft. And the answer right now is no. No, the Oilers don't, in their current configuration, have the personnel to play a physical game against Calgary. doesn't mean you get pushed around by them. It doesn't mean you can't compete um, for pucks. But the reality of the situation is with some of the players they have out right now, uh, again, and we're going to set the lineup for you uh, when we come back at a commercial break. You could say Edmonton tonight will have seven players that theoretically by the end of the season will be in the lineup that are out for tonight's game. We'll get to uh, our lineup report when we return on Oilers now. It's 12-19 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 12-22 in Edmonton. Still in Chicago for another day. Uh, still in the United States for another six days. Brendan Escott, you were in the building Saturday night. The Oilers and the Montreal Canadiens. What was it like? It was special to have that many people back in the building, Bob. You know, you, you kind of almost forget what the energy is like when you get that many people in one place at once. The thing is, though, is as we all know, of course, Montreal brings a great support out to Rogers Place whenever the team's in town. So you got lucky in that sense. But overall, everybody was pretty amped up. 
All right, that's good. The Oilers now lineup report brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Find your dream home, sell your old home, sold today. Edmonton.ca. As we know, Evan Bouchard left the game Saturday night due to an illness. Uh, Mike Smith not available due to an illness. Um, the Oilers only with six healthy defensemen as Tyson Berry was placed on IR today. Yesterday at practice, Connor McDavid up front with Ryan McLeod and Zach Hyman. Uh, McDavid in his career against Calgary, 26 goals, 45 points, 32 games, plus nine. The great Oilers players will tell you, uh, you get judged on how you play against the Flames. McDavid, 26 goals in 32 career games against Calgary. Leon Dreisaitl has seven goals, 45 points in 36 games against the Flames. He's with Evander Kane and Kyrie Yamamoto. Again, this is based on yesterday's practice. Devin Shore with Fogel and Derek Ryan. Brad Malone with Benson and Colton Sevier. Uh, Yamamoto Yamamoto, by the way, is uh, in. Uh, Turris was in Yamamoto's spot yesterday, but Yamamoto, uh, Jay Woodcroft saying this morning, is in. Only 60. Uh, I think we'll see Broberg on the right side, probably with Duncan Keith. My guess is Lagason and Nima Linen will be together, and Darnell Nurse and Cody Ceci. Letters by my count. RNH, uh, strong argument, the guy they're going to miss the most, out with an upper body challenge. Pulyarvi out, Cassian out, Barry out, Bouchard out, Chris Russell, probably their number six defenseman. And at some point, they're going to get Josh Archibald. So that's seven players. I don't know if they're going to get all seven back in 19 days when these two teams play again on the 26th. We'll see on Nugent Hopkins and Pulyarvi. But the other guys might all be a go by then. For the, uh, we'll tell you this, that uh, for the... Uh, Edmonton Oilers, they're currently 10th in goals, 4th in power play goals, but 21st in goals against, 26th on the PK, 23rd in save percentage, even though their shot metrics 5 on 5 have moved up. Under Jay Woodcroft, Edmonton is minus 6 in goal differential on special teams. When they had that 16 and 5 start, they were like plus off the top of my head, plus 13 or 14 in goal differential on special teams. That's, you know, if they were even on the teams. Jay Woodcroft would have better than a 7-4-1 record right now as head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. Daryl Sutter, meanwhile, he's got the flames going. Um, we thought they'd be a playoff team at the start of the year. I didn't think they'd be a top five team in the league. They are. Six in the league in goals for, third in goals against, the third best goal differential in the NHL at plus 57. They're tenth in the league in the power play, fifth on PK. Their top line of Elias Lindholm, what a steal for Brad Trilliving, who we'll hear from today at 135 on today's edition of Oilers Now. Uh, got him along with Noah Hannafin in that trade for Dougie Hamilton. Lindholm with Goodrow and Kachuk. Lindholm's plus 42, Kachuk's plus 34, Goodrow's plus 41 with 71 points this year. They'll have Backlund with Coleman and Trevor Lewis, uh, Adam Ruzicka with Majiapani and Tyler Toffoli, who they picked up in a trade to the Canadians. They gave up a first in that deal. And then Monaghan with Lucic and Dubé. This is a balanced uh, four lines for Calgary. Hannafin and Anderson, Shillington and Tanev, Zadorov and Gabranson. That decor has been together for all but one game this season. Calgary has one man game loss due to injury and illness all season long. The Oilers are at 130 games, man games lost just on defense this season. Calgary is at one. Markstrom starts in goal. 
He's uh, having a terrific campaign. He's 25-11-6, a 2.17 goals against average, 9.25 save percentage. Against Edmonton in his career, 13-13-2, 2.97, and a 9.01 save percentage. So there's a look at the two teams tonight. Flames, by the way, they got some work to do. Brad Tree Living does in the offseason. Kachuk's an RFA at $9 million. Manjapani's an RFA at 2.425, represented by Rich Winner. Shillington's going to get a huge bump. He's making 750k, and then Goodrow's an unrestricted free agent at 6.75. Now they're only 54 million bucks in the cap, so they got a lot of space. They can get her done. To NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Okay, we've got uh, one of five games in the NHL tonight. Oilers Flames is Toronto offers up your other Canadian content. They play the uh, Blue Jackets in Columbus. Uh, Red Wings. Claiming defenseman Oli Yolevi off of the waiver wire. The Islanders nabbed Austin Zarnick. Uh, today it is Danny DeKaiser of the Red Wings hitting the wire, as is Andre Schuster. Uh, a couple of signings to tell you about as well. Coyotes got tough guy Liam O'Brien done on a two-year extension. Golden Knights signed Ben Hutton on defense. Two years uh, more there. And uh, actually the Coyotes signed Travis Boyd to a two-year extension. He was a trade deadline target for a couple of teams. Bakersfield wrapped up up a six-game road trip with a shootout win on Friday, and they came home and won 5-1 on home ice over Tucson. Tonight, they will visit the Ontario Reign. Oil Kings whooped on Calgary 7-2 Friday, 6-1 Saturday. Pushes their win streak to 12 games, so the number one ranked team in Major Junior Hockey will set out on a three-game road trip on Wednesday with that in tow. And the Alberta Golden Bears advance to the Canada West Finals. They beat the Calgary Dinos to set up a matchup with the UBC Thunderbirds. Alberta will host that on March 18th. Both teams now competing for the U Sport National Championship. Right, Bob? Eight points, yes. Eight points for Noah Phillip in those two games for Alberta. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back with John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.